When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1312. Is Marriage Really Synonymous with Monogamy? By Dr. Marissa Cohen of Loves.com. Hello, everybody, and happy Sunday. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, reading to you from some of the world's best blogs and books that cover relationship building each day of the week, except on Saturdays where we have our Q&A episodes and I answer your questions here on the show. So if you do have a relationship problem you're struggling with, please email it into advice at oldpodcast.com and I would be more than happy to help you out. But for now, we are here to do some reading. The post I've got on tap comes from loves.com and it's a really, really important piece about monogamy and what it really means in marriage. So let's listen close. I'm going to start the reading on this one now and optimize your life. Is Marriage Really Synonymous with Monogamy? By Dr. Marissa Cohen of Loves.com After her husband of 18 years reveals that he's gotten a vasectomy, successful magazine journalist Robin Rinaldi comes to the sinking realization that she will not have the family she once hoped for. Being that she can't create the home life she dreamed of, she decides to go down a different path. In her book, The Wild Oats Project, Rinaldi discusses her quest for passion after she proposes an arrangement in which she will live on her own and be free to take on lovers during the week while returning home to her role as a wife on the weekends. The book discusses her quest to feel fulfilled as she takes on both male and female lovers and attends workshops geared towards getting in touch with herself. Lest I spoil the end of her intriguing narrative, it would be better to leave you questioning whether or not her marriage was able to sustain the shakeup caused by this mutually albeit somewhat coerced agreement. Also, whether or not her marriage survived, it begs the question, is marriage really synonymous with monogamy? Relationship Configurations Although it may be simple to think of a relationship as either monogamous or not, many variations exist, often with fuzzy boundaries. Some researchers use the term consensually non-monogamous, CNM, to define any arrangement in which partners have other physical or romantic relationships in which they sleep with other people. Others use the term open relationship to imply a non-monogamous agreement which is characterized by rules that define which other forms of intercourse are permitted. The term open may be flawed as it leaves much open to interpretation. By and large, an open relationship is really an umbrella term that encompasses any non-monogamous relationship. Under open relationships, one can find different types. Partnered non-monogamy, a couple that enjoys intercourse outside the relationship. Swinging, non-monogamy in social settings. 
polyamory, a situation in which partners have more than one relationship, solo polyamory, non-monogamous individuals who don't want a primary partner, polyfidelity, three or more people who have made a commitment, and monogamous-slash-non-monogamous partnership. Only one member is monogamous. Typically, the defining feature of the overarching open relationship structure is that the two individuals consider each other to be the primary partners in the relationship. Dan Savage, host of the Savage Lovecast, notes, quote, People simply are not always wired to be monogamous creatures. End quote. And he's coined the term monogamish. He shared that people tend to view negatively those who are monogamish because we typically only hear about the cases in which this type of relationship has failed. In fact, many people may be in these types of relationship configurations but are not willing to discuss it for fear that they will be seen as a lust-crazy deviant. For better or for worse, a documentary nominated for an Academy Award in 1993 followed couples who have made it over the 50-year marriage mark. 90-year-old Dan Trupin says through laughter, quote, monogamy is monotony, end quote. His wife Sophie later explains over a dinner scene with the family that it is the job of the woman to look the other way when her man strays, which he inevitably does. Dan Trupin was shocked by his wife's analysis of marriage, and in a later scene, admits to never having loved anyone but her or having been with anyone else during their time together. However, it was in this same documentary that Howard and Cecil Waite, a couple married for 63 years, discussed the arrangement in which he would drop Cecil off at her boyfriend's house on his way to his girlfriend's house. They would spend hours with their other partners before meeting up at the end of the day. All this, but they never once considered divorce. This couple scenario in particular usually creates the most discomfort amongst my students when they view the documentary in class. They wonder how this couple can have a happy and fulfilled relationship while essentially cheating on one another. But is this really cheating? The answer may not be so simple. Satisfaction derived from relationships. The idea that individuals cannot be satisfied in an open relationship mostly originated from our heterocentric view of monogamy, in which we use heterosexual relationships as our basis for understanding all forms of coupling. More than half of men who have extramarital relations report that they were happy or very happy in their marriages. The two main ingredients needed for an open relationship to work are honesty and boundaries. Non-monogamous couples must disclose all of the information regarding their extradiatic pairings, as well as set up a clear set of rules before engaging in such relationships. Once done, the couple can enjoy a happy and fulfilling relationship. In fact, research has shown that open relationships allow the members to feel like they've created a relationship that reflects their authenticity and self-awareness. The individuals also benefit from a deeper level of honesty about their desires. Social conventions have reinforced the idea that to be with one partner is moral and the norm. Individuals in open relationships are often portrayed negatively. It is, unfortunately, typical for therapists to associate non-monogamy with relationship dysfunction and individual psychopathology, as well as suggest that relationships of this nature indicate that the primary relationship is troubled. However, just because we don't talk about our behaviors out in the open does not mean that they don't exist. Perhaps we would all benefit from a more honest discussion of what goes on behind closed doors after the vows have been taken. 
with a more accurate look at the nature of relationships, we can potentially mitigate the bias associated with certain configurations. You just listened to the post titled, Is Marriage Really Synonymous with Monogamy? by Dr. Marissa Cohen of Loves.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And thanks so much to Dr. Marissa for her work today. This is an awfully important topic to discuss for many reasons, the, the least of which being the fact that it's taboo. It can be hard to jump right into, though. So if you are someone who's in a relationship and you're curious about non-monogamy, I might recommend at least considering why non-monogamy has piqued your interest. Consider where that need is coming from and try to hone a greater understanding of the feelings surrounding it before offering it as a suggestion to your partner. And look, I'm only recommending this type of uh, like precautionary measure because if it's not something that's been talked about before, it's easy to feel like an extreme that might cause a rift. So if you imagine that's the case with your partner, I'm simply suggesting entering into that discussion with a really strong idea of why this appeals to you and what you feel like it could accomplish for the relationship. This keeps your partner involved and encourages a discussion that's really centered on your relationship as a whole and how it could be improved, as opposed to your partner feeling inadequate, which, again, while not a guarantee, is a realistic risk with this subject matter. The idea is to gracefully intertwine how you relate to the idea of non-monogamy how your partner relates to non-monogamy, and how it might look for you as a couple. And know that there are therapists out there who specialize in this as well. Uh, I'm actually in a therapist support group. We meet each Friday, and one of the other members has a practice that's largely built on CNM, or consensual non-monogamy. And I can tell you from his insights and experiences that it's very layered, very delicate matter that really doesn't deserve the quick dismissal um, it often receives. Okay. That's going to do it for this episode, everybody. I thank you as always for joining me today, wishing you a great rest of your weekend, and do be sure to come on back tomorrow for the start of a new week and where your optimal life awaits.